How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Truth is, <laughs> I am Iron Man. Rose? Well, we're going, we don't need Rose. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. Welcome to Not A Movie Pod. I'm Zach Williamson with Ross Cuts for today. Today we're talking some Dune today and Westworld. No Luke today, so just that's why we're going to go deep into Westworld today. Do you want to talk Dune first? I was obsessing over Dune when that shit came out today. Obsessing over it. When I sent you that picture yesterday where you just on full yeah. alert. <laughs> Instantly. Antenna's up. <laughs> I woke up at 6 a.m. to get the pictures and... They had already posted that shit. They were already online. I was late even at 6 a.m. I don't know why they did me like this. Damn, when they put them up? 4 a.m. Was it Vanity Fair? Yeah, so they must have put it up on New York time hella early. They're trying to own the whole day. I guess. They got the exclusive. It seems like a smart marketing tactic, but also you're kind of hurting some people because from an outlet standpoint, or me, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm not going to wake up at 4 a.m. That's early. You're just not dedicated to Dune. But here's what I was thinking, though. This is from just doing that shit for fandom and doing all this stuff for the past couple of years, is that even if you dropped it that early, it's still not going to really blow up. It's not going to really blow up for a couple hours. Yeah, so that doesn't really hurt you then, right? If it doesn't really blow up? Well, I think maybe just because you know how it is with tweets. If you're not one of the first people or the first person, sometimes you get what they'll do is they'll go... If there's like a Twitter moment or something, they might go back and grab or they just get the ones with the most engagement. But it might have hurt a little bit just because for this one, so especially it's more like the diehard Dune fans, they're going to be up and be retweeting that or something like that. If they were, if they even announced what time it was coming, I don't know. I didn't pay attention to that. Dune is not a huge property is what I'm saying. trying to get at. It's not like a Marvel movie or anything or even Joker, DC. It's It's a new franchise. So... That's what I was thinking. Well, it's been around since 1965. Yeah, it's definitely old, but I'm sorry. It's not like a really new one in the movies or like super popular yet. It's a new thing. As far as new media, it's... That's like saying Marvel and all that shit has been around forever, any of these things too, but they really started to blow up past 10 years, 20 or 15 years. I guess the Spider-Man movies were pretty big and X-Men at one point. And too. X-Men. Everything else was kind of shit though, but... I saw fandom post it. And they posted those pictures and then I saw the bit.ly link there. So I clicked on that shit in between my calls today. I was reading that shit. I was so pissed every time I got a call. Damn, there were some cool pictures in that shit too. I was so hyped. What was your favorite picture? Who looks the best? Zendaya is looking dope. I saw I said to Danielle, damn, this girl looks badass. The blue yeah, eyes right? and shit looks, yeah. looks sick. They dropped a second picture later in the day. Did you see that one? Yeah, the one that she didn't she post that on her Yeah, she social posted media? it on her Instagram. Honestly, I thought Oscar Isaac looked cool too. That armor is tight. And the beard, I've never seen him with a beard like that. He's been bearded up in a bunch of shit. Not like Star Wars though, because he's a soldier and shit. That's right. He has a fatty beard in Ex Machina. Oh yeah, shit, that's true. That beard is nice though. I saw Boss Logic post a solid snake edit of him. That shit was pretty funny too. The solid snake headband and then he had the eye patch, the scar over his eye. Boss Logic's been campaigning for Oscar Isaac as him for a while. I want to say that either the creator of Solid Snake or someone said, I would play him. In a Metal Gear Solid movie? Yeah, or that someone wanted him to play him. They thought it'd be a good fit. The creator is Hideo Kojima. Is that who you're talking about? Is he like he was campaigning for it? Director of Metal Gear Solid movie says the ball is in the court for Oscar Isaac if he wants to play. The ball is in Oscar's court. That's a pretty good casting right there too. Yeah, so Jordan Voigt Roberts, who did King Kong, he's the one who's directing the Metal Gear Solid movie. He doesn't have an amazing track record, but not bad. King Kong's pretty good. What you mean? I love King Kong. You like that more than the Godzilla 2016? Yeah, bro. Godzilla 2016. Godzilla wasn't even in that movie for an hour, and they killed... Walter White in 30 minutes. I still thought it was the best movie, though. It was pretty good, but I just wanted to see more of Godzilla. They built up for it a lot. We didn't get enough of it is what I was thinking. And I didn't really particularly... I don't care about any of the humans besides Brian Cranston's character. I didn't really care about the sun or whatever, any of those other characters. I thought it was better than Kong still, though. I remember it having plot holes that really bugged me in Kong. But Godzilla didn't have any thing that was really glaring like that when I remember watching it. And the moments that Godzilla was in it were gold. 
they were all so good. Even though they were in darkness, which kind of sucked. So it made the CG easier. The water dripping off of him and the flares coming over and his roar. The first time he roars in that movie, it just shudder. Your whole body just shudders, dude. You're like, holy fuck. Okay, that movie is not bad. I just, the only thing I wish there was more Godzilla. It's still pretty, it's decent. Kong was pretty good, but I thought that last one was bad. I agree. The King of Monsters, not good. Fuck that movie. It's like it needed, it had a lot of monster scenes that it needed even more because everything else in that movie was shit. The human characters in that movie were unlikable to a point where I just didn't want to see him on screen at all. Trash, yeah. I don't want to see any of those people in the, in the next one. It's like, who cares? No. <laughs> cares about any of them. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Every other scene when the monsters aren't in it, it's just human interactions and all that shit was just, dude, don't care. Don't care about Millie Bobby Brown's character. Don't care about her family. I don't care about any of these other fools on the boats. Doesn't matter. Bring, Show me Godzilla just fucking shit up. That's what other point is it? See, at least in the 2016 Godzilla, the characters weren't annoying. And they had Brian Cranston, who's a pretty good character. Even though he did die early, he was still a damn good character for how long he was in. When he died, that's crazy. You just killed off the biggest actor. But the rest of the actors didn't even step up to the plate, is what I'm saying. After that, that was the chance we're giving you this movie to sort of take it over. Besides, obviously, Godzilla. Who was it? Aaron Taylor Johnson? Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, dude. Who plays Scarlet Witch? Elizabeth Olsen. She was in that? She was his wife. But she wasn't in it very much. I don't even remember her. See, that's what I, they're just kind of forgettable. Damn, they played brother and sister and a couple. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. That and Age of Ultron came out a year, back to back years. Bro, is Elizabeth Olsen's had some weird tandems with MCU actors outside of it. When she was an old boy, and you ever seen that movie? I've never seen that. No, don't watch it. It's no. bad. <laughs> yeah, don't watch it. Don't watch it. Okay. Wait, who's in that that's in the MCU? Josh Brolin. Mm, interesting. A remake of a Japanese movie. Or Old boy. I think you've told me about this before. Old boy. It's a South Korean film. Old boy. Bro, South Korea, mm, man. I might Korean. have to start watching a lot more of those movies because they have pretty good movies. Yeah, surprisingly. You got Bong Joon-ho. Man. Have you seen Train to Busan? No. Maybe we should just watch that one. I need to see it. People are hyping up the sequel to me. What's the sequel called? The trailer just dropped. It's called Peninsula. That's it. Peninsula. When I posted this on Culture Crave, this shit got 3,000 likes. I couldn't even believe that. It was a zombie movie? Yeah, it's a zombie movie. The sequel, they're both zombie movies. Sorry. Oh, okay. Is this Bong Joon-ho? No. This is just, it's just a South Korean. It might be South Korean. I was just saying we should. <laughs> a bunch of South Korean zombies out here? Nah, what the fuck? Dude, fuck these dudes. Trapping people in a cage and making them fight zombies? Oh, yeah, that did look kind of crazy, man. It's on Netflix, Train to Busan and Prime. Train to Busan is a zombie movie? Yeah. That actually kind of got my heart going. Shit. It's a lot of intensity there. You watch that trailer? Yeah, I just finished it. Yeah, bro, that's what I was saying. It looks like a wild zombie movie. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on there. And the first one is literally zombies on a train or some shit, or I don't know what's going on. I don't even know. I haven't seen it. Okay. Zombies on the train, that's new. It's been a minute since I've seen a good zombie movie, honestly. What's the last good zombie movie you've seen? World War Z? Yeah, World War Z, probably. Pretty good movie. I didn't see that J.J. Abrams produced one. Oh, the World War II one? Overkill or over... Looked like Nazi zombies, but they looked like they just said, yo, we're going to take Nazi zombies and make a fucking movie about it. That's what it looked like. Yeah, it had those Wolfenstein vibes, too. Wolfenstein, yeah. yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. Overlord, Overlord. That's what it's called. Favorite zombie movie. Damn. See, the first one that jumps to my mind is 28 Days Later. But solid. Shaun of the Dead might be my favorite yeah. zombie movie. <laughs> or Zombieland, man. Fuck. Walking Dead first couple seasons also are better than most zombie movies. True. Bro, Walking Dead was the fucking shit at one point, man. What the fuck happened to that show? I used to watch it every Sunday. Any new episode. And they would have 20 episodes a season. That was crazy. I can't even believe they would go that many episodes. Probably because it was day TV on television TV or some shit. I remember watching that too. The story and the characters were so good. The characters were built up so well and they had these interrelations with the characters as the world just slowly started progressing more and more into this new zombie world. It did not give a shit about who it killed too. It was ruthless. 
Yeah, it was some savage ass shit. No one's safe, and I love shows like that. Game of Thrones vibes for most. Yeah, of for most. Yeah, you got to put that little disclaimer on. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead though. That's that's it. When Walking Dead started to go off the rails a little bit was when there was this arc where they're in the prison and somehow solved a disease, the airborne shit, or they some somehow solved how it, people were getting it, getting sick without getting bitten. Dude, we can't even figure out how to solve coronavirus right now. They did that in the show. With 20 people. Yeah. And no, no high tech. One doctor. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? That boy must have been Bill Gates or something. Yeah, he was... Maybe was he on the spectrum or something and he just was a savant. He just, uh, yeah, he just <laughs> somehow <laughs> the one genius survived. Like, dude, fuck, smart people probably would survive in that. Obviously, you could probably have to be a little smart, survive a zombie apocalypse. You got to be savvy and not go fuck. Have you ever seen the Evil Dead movies? Sam Raimi. Are they scary? I don't know if I've seen them. Not really. They're more, they're kind of funny, satirical, but they're, they're kind of scary, I guess. Why do they consider Sam Raimi a horror legend? I don't, what's his defining movie? Are those the defining movies? The Evil Dead movies is why, yeah. Besides Spider-Man. Yeah, I would say his most defining movies are Sp- the Spider-Man 1 and 2. <laughs> well, 3 too, man. That shit was almost career. That shit wasn't even his fault, and when you hear more about how studios, dude, they shoehorn Venom into that movie and he didn't want to even do Venom, really, honestly. Obviously, he shouldn't. He wasn't very good with the Venom character. He wanted to do Venom in the next one with Vulture, right? I don't even know if he even ha- ever had plans for Venom because he, I want to say he thought it was such a hard character to nail that it kind of has to be a Venom movie, too, if you get him in there because he's such an important character. Or set him up in one movie and have him be the main antagonist in the next movie. Yeah, which I think is what they're going to try to do now. If Spider-Man 3 didn't have Venom in it and it just had Sandman and Hobgoblin, it would have been so fucking good. Because you wouldn't have had that whole douchebag Peter face. And the Sandman character was actually pretty damn good character in my in my mind. Was like, that Thomas Jane? Yeah, it was. Yeah, his reasoning was believable. You actually had some empathy with him. Yeah, exactly. He was a villain, definitely, but he was someone you could empathize with. Yeah, he's a little more in the middle. He wasn't totally evil. It was also interesting because it made Spider-Man's character look kind of morally gray because, yeah, he wanted revenge for his uncle, but he was also letting his anger take control of him. I think it would have been way better without Venom. With Hobgoblin, with that dynamic too, with Mary Jane shit. Honestly, that that wasn't that bad. I, I didn't think that... Part of the movie was bad. Hobgoblin was. Is that what James Franco's character wasn't? Was? Yeah. <laughs> oh James Franco. God, that, <laughs> that was not good either. Yeah. He is not a good villain. Then He's a pretty good actor, too. I was saying I didn't think that was that bad. You didn't like it? It just seemed fake, dude. You know, your dad was a fucked up idiot. Come on. <laughs> dad was the Green Goblin, bro. Come on, man. Yeah, that's true. It's still your dad, though. How would you feel if you. I guess his dad was kind of a dickhead to him. Bro, if my dad f- turned out to be Hitler, <laughs> Hitler. Like a Hitler spinoff spawn, just a fucked up person killing people and shooting at grandmas and stuff. And that guy was evil. Yeah, but he did have some crazy chemical injections. Yeah, he was on the juice. That's for sure. Man. He was on that ster- those steroids, some crazy ass steroids, dude. That's what he was on. Made him go a little wacko in the head. Yeah. Damn, we talking about Spider-Man movies. Honestly, we should just, did I tell you today that Sam Raimi confirmed, confirmed today he's going to be doing Doctor Strange 2 for sure. We kind of already were thinking that, but that's cool that it got confirmed. He's back in the superhero genre. Because that came from Variety and THR. They both had reports. So that's pretty much a wrap that that is happening. And he had a Doctor Strange reference in his movies too. So you knew he was a fan of him. He said he's only in his top five though. Of superheroes? I mean, he's being honest. He's, that's just his top five. Yes, yeah, that's pretty high enough. If I think about it, top five would be hard to do. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. He said that he's a super, at the time when he came out, he was a super original character. Dude, my top five would be hard. The DC equivalent to him was what, Dr. Fate? Fuck, I don't know, dude. Didn't really follow that character, no lies. No, me neither. I don't know who came out first between those two anyways. So He was always just kind of a reference or something in the video games to me. Oh, Doctor Strange or Doctor Fate? Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Fate, don't even know who that is. <laughs> he has an onk on his chest or some shit, and he's got some weird Spartan helmet, and he's white, glowing eyes. He's weird. 
very obscure. <laughs> dude, look at this guy's <laughs> fucking fit, dude. Look at this fool. He's wearing a full on night shit. He's some religious fuck too, because he's got one of those. He's got like a chest on, or what do you call it, a cross on his chest. I'd be like, this guy's crazy as fuck if I saw him. Oh, it's not an onk. <laughs> yeah, this guy. Oh, it is onk. Yeah, it is onk. What is that thing? That's not a cross. No, oh, it's an onk. It's an Egyptian religious symbol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, still. Wait, what is he then? Is he Egyptian? I have no idea, dude. He's whack, though. This guy's fit is horrible, dude. Look, he's got Ridiculous. the yellow, like, pulled up. Dude, oh my God. If there was a superhero back in the medieval times, you just yanked him out, except for a lot more colorful. He's an Egyptian American medical student. <laughs> okay. For some reason, I never really thought about magic and shit in DC. I don't know why. Yeah. Obviously, it makes sense. There would be. There's like fucking Superman and shit. So is oh no, Constantine is in Marvel, right? Or no, Const is Constantine? He's DC. DC. Yeah, because you could technically pull Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Reboot. <laughs> Reboot. Reboot. Bro, if I had Keanu Reeves and you could get him to do something a franchise oh. style, definitely, dude. That's easy money. Do it. That's twenty million opening weekend. Yeah. Well, I never thought I. I never pictured myself typing in. Dr. Fate ethnic background into Google. Yeah, man, fuck. I don't even never even thought we'd ever talk about Dr. Fate, bro. Didn't even know who that guy was 15 minutes ago. Shit. The only reason I know who he is is because, you know, those Injustice games, the fighting games, he's in those. And I was like, who the fuck is this? Is this even a DC character? Yeah. <laughs> he's just like some <laughs> crossover shit. Yeah. yeah. Just pluck him out like Spawn or something. Just throw him in there. Throw everyone off. I'm about to relaunch the DC Facts account and just start busting out Dr. Fage content, baby. <laughs> Do it. Let's get the world known on this guy. <laughs> you know, there's just some DC fan right now. It's like, these fucking idiots, man. Dr. Fate is the shit. Sorry, man. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> Definitely not. But also, didn't know about him. I'm sorry, man. There's a lot of comic book characters, man. There's so many. Yeah, you can only keep up with so many of them. Shit. I mean, I'm not a hardcore just comic. I like comics, but I like a lot of other shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> there And there's so many comic book characters. I'm sorry. That's impossible yo do you see rick and morty got some episodes announced yeah i did see that i will not be seeing them but i did see that <laughs> you, you don't like them no you i'm just like i'm just so far behind that i don't even feel like i have the time at the moment to catch up which i should because i own a rick and morty account but <laughs> <laughs> i should get into it i have seen enough but it's not it's just not something on my priority there's so many shows i need to watch like, i've been watching vinland saga Oh, no way. Vinland is a Vinland. Vinland Saga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It, okay. But what it is funny that they're like basically all white people and trying to do <laughs> do this whole what happened with white people. But then there's just these crazy Asian fuckers who have chains and whip chains of people and shit. They're just wizards. <laughs> what are you talking about? The slave owner? I'm like three three episodes in. He's about to square off with that fool. Oh, the his dad? Yeah. Who's a badass motherfucker. Door, doors. And it's funny because they're just like humans, but they do just this crazy shit, dude. He's just slicing through whole dudes. And yeah, I told you they're like Norse gods, kind of. Yeah, they are, dude. That's a good way to put it. If I looked at them as all magical, maybe. Yeah, they're demigods, kind of. They're like Hercules. They're not full gods, but they're demigods. Wait, are you spoiling that's something? That's how I view it. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> no, like, that's just I how like, I view it. <laughs> okay. Because, yeah, I have to kind of think of it as, okay, it's kind of a little... These guys have some abilities, man. Watch the next episode. I swear to God, the next episode will get you in on the show deeper. It'll heighten your investment in the show greatly. Someone's going to die. Okay, down. Don't say shit. You're about to see, like, you're about to spoil it. You are so close, dude. <laughs> worse, man. No, no, no. I'm just saying some badass shit's going to happen. I know. Okay. I will watch the next one. I'll probably do it tomorrow. I've been trying to watch one thing a day. What you been watching lately? Fuck. I watched Downhill. It was terrible. With Will Ferrell? Yeah. And I had no interest uh, in seeing that shit. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Is that her name? Yeah. And she's a good yeah. actress too. Yeah. She is good. Honestly, I started out the movie. It was pretty promising. There's some funny parts. It's some classic Will Ferrell comedy in there. And it was a pretty interesting story. It kind of made you question who is right. Yeah, I know the story. He almost ditches his entire family when the, there's an avalanche. Or he did ditch him, man. He just left him. 
they're doing an avalanche testing and it looks like the avalanche is going to come hit them and he grabs his phone and just books it <laughs> and the avalanche hits right below them and a bunch of snow comes up so it's kind of scary but they weren't ever really in danger because it's a controlled test so she's freaking out the whole time and the whole time he's trying to kind of soften the situation. Yeah, I know that I know the whole premise and all that shit. And to me, it just came off and looked kind of depressing. And this movie is the remake from some German movie or some other country. And the other day on Twitter, I saw someone posted the clip that you're talking about from the German version or whatever country it's from. It just looks like this dad just ditches his family because the way they film it, it looks like a real camera filming. If I was just filming my vacation, an avalanche. my hour in avalanche. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you just. <laughs> this, this dad just this ditches fucking his fucking dip. family dude and someone was posting it and was like I cannot believe that someone this asshole would just ditch like this this is why I don't like men I don't trust men <laughs> this person was dead serious I don't think people realize this is from some foreign movie oh man spoilers if you haven't seen the movie but do you care, Zach? Why are you telling... Don't tell the movie. Just if you think it's shitty, just say it's shit. Yeah, we don't need... I mean, I might. I might watch the original version. Okay. Well, the ending, it ends so shitty, dude. It ruined the whole movie for me. But it was promising from the start. So it has a bad ending. Yeah, that's, that's a good description right there. Didn't have to tell me what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I watched this one movie. The guy that plays Blade. Wesley Snipes. Yes, it was this... B-rate, major, I can't emphasize B-rate movie enough, but it was him up in the cabins. The classic horror squad teenager group went up to this these cabins for the weekend or whatever, and then aliens invade, and... <laughs> Why do you watch this shit? Like, how, what made you decide, <laughs> I want to watch this movie? What did you see in it? This was like two weeks. I was watching it with Amanda's brother and we were just looking for movies and we saw it and we're like, oh, dude, I guarantee this movie's fucking terrible. And then we're like, yeah, we're watching it. We started watching it and it was amazing. We were just laughing our asses off the whole time. That premise sounds horrible. Wesley Snipes. I don't give a shit about that guy. And then just him with a bunch of terrible kid actors. Damn. I'd never seen them in anything before. They were all terrible actors. They get abducted and they become the next evolution of humankind or something. They can use telekinesis. This is at the very last 10 minutes of the movie. And they all of a sudden become gods. They're about to set up a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Setting up a sequel. That shit just ends with all of them dying but one. He walks off into the forest. Did Wesley Snipes, did he fund the movie? Because if he did, then it, maybe it's some sort of cover-up. Passion project? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's say you own money laundering scheme. Oh. Or maybe he's in the Nick Cage route where Nick Cage just takes fucking any role that gets offered him because he needs to make money to pay off all of his debt. Maybe. I don't know, but it was awful, dude. Was <laughs> what is awful. this movie? I'm looking it up now. Let's see if I... The Recall... Oh, yep, that's it. 2017. Canadian-American. It doesn't even have its reviews listed. Yeah, this shit was on Amazon Video. Guess what its rating is on IMDb, which overrates everything. I can see it right now. <laughs> 4.3. That's bad. Dude, Wesley Snipes, his fit is... is Look at his fit compared to everyone else, man. It's like a gangster out in the woods, man. That's hilarious. He lives up in the woods by himself, a recluse. He's trying, dude, you know what his backstory is? He probably is getting away from gang life or something. No, he was ex-military. Oh, shit. So, (laughs) way off. He got, he was ex-military. He got abducted before this whole shit went down. And then he came back down. He was the next evolution. Oh, he's already powered up. Yeah, he's already powered up. And then he's all sketch as fuck for some reason, constantly yelling at them out of nowhere. Eventually, after the aliens invade, they came together and he helps them out just in the sketchiest way at all times. (laughs) He's a Rambo knockoff or something. He just looks like he's always on the verge of killing all the kids. I'm looking at his IMDb lately and it's all just B-list shit. He was just in Dolomite though and he was all right. Wesley Snipes, people probably just don't cast him because of all that shit that came out about him and Halle Berry and all that. For good reason. <laughs> yeah, for good reason. Yeah. <laughs> and he was such a dick on the set of Blade 3 and all that to all the actors. Because he thought he was the shit. He just would come to every scene just high as shit, I guess. 
or just drunk as shit. A lot of actors do that, though. Yeah, but there's one scene in the movie where he's... What? <laughs> I'm sorry. So in, there's one scene in the movie where he wouldn't open his eyes for the scene while they were filming it. He refused to open his eyes and he's supposed to open his <laughs> eyes. So they fucking CGI the eyes onto it. <laughs> like it's, and this is 2003, 2002. So it looks so bad. It looks so obvious that his eyes are fake. I'm like, what the like, fuck? Dude, he just, he was such a dick to the directors and to everyone, man. You know who directed it though? Is the Suicide Squad director. Pretty sure. I got to double check that. But man, the same dude who wrote The Dark Knight also. Like that guy's career is so fucking just up and down if that's, if it was him. David Holy S. Shit. David S. Goer or whatever. <laughs> dude, he's just fucking sleeping. He's just trying to take a nap. Holy shit. That's amazing. Did you look it up? Yeah, I'm looking at this right now. It's actually insane. What an asshole. Yeah, he's just sitting there on his back, straight as a board, eyes shut, looking like he's power napping. Yeah, man. (laughs) And the CGI version is the worst eye. Oh, fuck. It's so bad. Yeah, that's in the movie. I've seen that movie because that's the one. It had Ryan Reynolds in it. Yeah, he's a vamp. He's a vamp in that, right? Someone else was in it, too. Some other actor that was on the come up. It's Jessica Biel or something. Yeah, I've seen that, too. It's just been so long. I don't remember. Only one I really... I guess I like Blade 2. Blade 2 was pretty decent. But Blade, the first Blade was, I actually like that movie. That movie's legit. That was legit. The first Marvel movie, essentially. Yeah. What was that? 1998 or 99? Yeah, late 90s. Are you checking? Because I don't. It's It was yeah. definitely right around there because then after that, it was Spider-Man and X-Men both came out. Yeah, it was in 98. And there was already two of those, almost two of those movies already. Yeah, Blade 2 is 2002. And then Blade Trinity was 2004. They were like the first movers on the Marvel movement and saw, oh shit, it works. Let's do another character that'll work. Who will work? Spider-Man. Yeah, their biggest character. Yo, listeners, so we got a sponsor this week, Manscaped. I'm sure they're, they're partnering with everyone, but but they're partnering with us now too. We got a code NAMP, N-A-M-P. Go use it. You get 20% off. I, they, I used it. Razor was pretty good. I was doing my little quarantine beard the whole month until now and seeing how long. Dude, the presentation was actually pretty cool. The box they gave you? It felt like you were getting an iPhone. Yeah. Damn, yeah. They have a lot of shit in those package packages. That's for sure. I got shit I've never even heard of, dude. Ball toner. Never heard of that shit before. That shit is so funny. Do you use it? I showed that to everyone. I haven't tried it just because I, I kind of forgot to use it. I was in the shower already, too, and I wasn't sure if I was supposed to use it in the shower. So I was <laughs> like, all right, I'm just going to save it. Yeah, and some ball deodorant and shit. The electric shaver. The ceramic blade's really nice because it doesn't... You can go over your face really fast and it doesn't pull too much. And it was it was really good as on my face, but then I try to use it on my pubes and I like kind of nick myself a little bit. I'm not going to lie. But I also think I have really, really rigid pubes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I only use it on my face. I only do razor on my fucking pubes, man. Because I, <laughs> I don't know why. It just... Never get, you have to get close on that shit. You have to be careful too. That's the other thing. I know. It was so good. It was really nice on my face. So my old razor, I I don't want to use that shit anymore. Yeah, razor was nice. Yeah, the ceramic blades really nice too because it just cuts right through and doesn't pull or anything. Lawnmower three point Lawnmower three point yeah. yeah, that's a nice razor. And you see how long my shit was getting, man. It was getting nasty. So it's thick. So I did like a layer. I did the fucking normal thing and I did a close shave and that's all just from this. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Looks good though. Yeah. Looks nice and clean. I got, I did the same thing. Good shaver. I recommend it. Yeah. If you're going for your balls, I'd say get the razor though. Yeah. (laughs) Get the razor. Yeah. So our code again, NAMP, N-A-M-P. You can get it at manscaped.com. Just go through their their catalog. Use it for anything. 20% off. Okay. Yeah. And I know that there's fucking people who sneaking off out, breaking curfew and shit. I know you fuckers are listening to this pod. They <laughs> need to get cleaned up, baby. If you're going to do that, if you're going to be a hooligan. Sus boy. Yeah. Be a little sus boy, man. There is definitely motherfuckers I see on Snapchat all the time out. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, guy? This is why we're locked up here. We're going to be here forever. Going out on booty call? Yeah. I know people who are still going on Tinder, man. And going out, I'm like, dude, you are risking it all. I don't even know what to compare it to, man. Magic Johnson out here, risking it. They're already risking it 
for those STDs. So they're probably thinking, why not risk it for fucking COVID? Yeah, raw sex. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? <laughs> There's shit killing people. In the US, it's like 4% right now, too. Yeah, this shit's pretty crazy. <laughs> Luke keeps sending me stats now that when for the longest time, you know, when he was just being wrong, I just kept sending him uh, yeah. new shit. I would just send him shit all the time. And now he's doing it to me. I'm like, bitch, you already were so wrong. Don't send me this shit. Fuck. <laughs> uh, did we flip him? Is he converted? The other day he was, so what do you actually think that Trump really did wrong so far? I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Like, Come on, man. We have, our country has the most cases, man. We have the most, he's like, but we have the biggest population. I'm like, yeah, but we could have fucking shut it down sooner, dude. There's so many states. Literally called the virus a democratic hoax. That is just bad. Democratic yeah. hoax. <laughs> I saw they pulled funding from the who today though. I honestly don't even give a fuck. I feels like not a bad decision with how wrong they were to start. Yeah, I don't, I'm not really that mad at that just because of how much they've been wrong with, but I don't know enough about that whole situation to have a really well-formed opinion. I've just seen that they've been really fucking wrong with <laughs> Dude, a couple of things. They've been <laughs> so wrong on Twitter. If you're wrong on Twitter and you're the people in charge of making sure everyone has the information, that's why you followed, you know, <laughs> that is the biggest cold take of all time. Yeah, it's not transferring person to person. Are you kidding me? You tweeted that shit out. <laughs> We're just shitting on Luke. I hope he listens to this shit. Dumbass fool. <laughs> we love you, Luke. What else do you got, though, fool? Uh, Westworld. Yeah, we can talk some Westworld. We can do a little bit more than we usually do since no Luke right now. You watched the last episode? Yeah, I was watching it in like the last hour of my shift. Oh, in you, between you calls. double taker. Doing, oh, okay. Yeah. In between your shit. That's right. In between your calls. Yeah, dude. Honestly, this episode though. Okay. So let me, since we haven't even really talked about this on air, I'll just kind of go over the whole season so far. I'm really digging this season. I'm digging the, the, the cyberpunk feel a lot. And I really like Maeve's story so far with that episode where she was in that trippy machine, figured her way out. That was cool. That was cool. That was a cool episode. And that felt Westworldy. And I like Aaron Paul's character. There's definitely something bigger going on with him. I'll talk about in a little bit. I have like a couple of theories on him. This last episode, though, felt kind of not great to me. It was honestly probably the worst. Dude, that's how I felt too. Worst episode of the season and the whole chase scene. It just felt like they threw that whole action bit in there just to throw it in. Danielle made a good point to me. She's like, dude, where are all the people driving around in the middle of LA all the time? And then they go down in the subway and the subway is just packed as fuck. Why isn't anyone driving on the streets? And even after the episode, they talked about how they just really wanted to have a car chase in there. It was even funny because one of the guys, the stunt guy was, was talking about how bad he wanted it in. And then he said he got some pushback and he's like, no, 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 no. We got to have this. We got to have this car chase in. I really want to do a car chase. The Nolan guy wanted the car chase in. Oh, it was Jonathan Nolan that was saying that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was Nolan who wanted it. He was the one pushing it. And the stunt guy was like, I don't think we should do this shit, man. Someone, someone behind the scenes, one of them was saying they weren't really hyped on it. Probably just because it's expensive. Yeah, I think that's why he, he said they didn't want to do it. Because shutting down, if you shut down a couple cities in the middle of LA to make it look like there's no one driving in that whole area, that's got to be expensive for one. And they built all those cars, man. Those are custom built shit, which is really cool. The sets and the styling of the sh of the season is so cool, man. It really feels futuristic. Yeah, it does. And I like how they use a lot of real locations in Earth. Can Singapore and places like that? There's a lot of architecture that already looks like it's from the future. So they just kind of use what's already given to them. Yeah, what they did for San Francisco was tight. They literally just took out a real building somewhere and put it in the backdrop behind. So San Francisco's across the bay and wherever their base was, was right on the other side of that in the bay. That's really sick because they used a real place. The trippy dream thing too. Drug, it kind of felt like, oh, like we we just have this drug. Let's just keep, let's just give him this drug. Which it was cool because the music's sick. Obviously, you got the Game of Thrones guy, and his shit is popping off every episode. Like, I love his music style. The Red Rum, it was kind of random, but it's Warner Bros. So I, <laughs> they always do a little. They always plug in songs from other things that they have access to that they own. The Shining opening song, the dun dun. Yeah, instantly yeah. I heard that and I started cracking up. You know, some bad shits about to happen right here. I mean, why the fuck oh, else yeah. would this song be in here? It's ominous as fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I like Aaron Paul's character a lot. His character is probably the most interesting thing for me right now because you know that there's more going on with him. He he plays the everyday man really well, but you know there's more to this character. Dolores definitely has a reason for picking him because. 
in the first episode. Why would you fake being shot? Because we've seen her just get fucking shot up and be fine. She just wears that shit like it's nothing. Even in this episode, yeah. In this episode, dude, she takes bullets point blank, man. That's crazy in the gut and just wears it. So that makes it confirm it for me even more that that first episode, she was faking it because she wanted to get found by this guy because she knows there's something important about it. And that guy, I forget his name, man, the the owner of the company, but he was basically because he was a son and just rich. He's not really a smart guy or anything. He's kind of an idiot. That guy, he was saying, you're the worst of them all. He was saying that to Aaron Paul when he was looking at his history. He's like, you don't even know who you are. So that makes me think that everything we know about this guy is fake. Kid Cudi, not real. All that shit's fake. When he's like, who the fuck are you people? That part? No, no, after, no, no. It was right after right after he looked at him. And then he's like, who the fuck are you people? You're the worst one of them all. He says that He says that at a different point. But you're talking about when he's talking to Marshawn Lynch and, and Lynn Waith? Oh, no, no, no. Not that part. That I feel like their involvement in this episode was really random too. They just showed up and they're like, "Oh, you doing personals now?" And he's like, "Oh, why'd you get here?" And he's like, "You called." And they were just there. What is their motivation to be there? It seemed weird. That felt like a really high pay. Yeah, because they, they kind of seem like they're going for low key more cases, not as buck wild shit. <laughs> That's a pretty active situation there that you have to show up and start shooting people, killing people. I can't remember though. I felt like they were more doing the petty crime shit like Aaron Paul was. That means that they, so they leveled up or they were just doing that low key the whole time. Maybe that's it. It just seemed pretty random. I don't even know why their characters were involved at that point. It just, they seemed unnecessary other than just to show a different character's perspective on this whole deterministic future. That's why it just felt like a ridiculous action sequence that kind of doesn't really, it felt different than a lot of Westworld for me. Everything else feels, this just felt kind of shoehorned in that whole scene. That whole, that whole lot. And then even learning all that guy's background, what's his name? The bad, the baddie this season or who we are supposed to think is the baddie? Surat or? Ingran Surak. Before this, we didn't really know a lot about him except for that his city had exploded. To me, instantly, when I see that his city's been fucking destroyed and it's by how incompetent humans are, I get his motive for why he wants to try to control everything and all that. I get why he's doing that. Even just from that one flashback they showed, I already know this guy's whole motive. This whole episode, if they're showing a lot of shit for me that I didn't really even need to know about this guy, and it was kind of random because it's just all-in-order flashback of some dude's life, whereas every other character's background we've seen has been so jumbled and we see all their timelines jump around. The pacing was kind of weird because it was going from this crazy action movie to all of Ciroc's shit, which was way slower. It was kind of jarring. Yeah, you go from like a drug trip then back. I don't really know if I wouldn't have minded it, I was thinking about it. It would be so fucking crazy if you were just on Molly or some shit while you're doing a fight like this. It'd be worse than Molly. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Psychedelic. That'd be like LSD. You're just tripping balls, dude. Crazy shit's happening. You're hearing music and shit. And I liked when he said reality. That felt... I like when Marshawn Lynch said that. That part was cool. They revealed this whole plot that this kind of something they were building up to all season too. And then oh, everyone has their information now and it didn't feel it really did that much. And what would they think was going to happen instantly when everyone finds out that shit? Maybe I guess we're going to see where it happens the next couple things, but it didn't feel like it really caused a shit ton. There was a little bit of rioting and then they were just trying to show us that it was rioting and then it, it kind of fell into the background. They didn't really show shit after that about how it was affecting society. It just kind of went to this car chase and it didn't show that. No, the car chase was first way before that. <laughs> so after that, when they get, went to the pier and shit. I guess there was one guy that was standing, staring out the ocean. Dude, they just killed someone on the beach. I felt like there'd be more crazy shit like that happening <laughs> on everywhere else. The GTI style stuff going down, robberies. And I was expecting madness uh, right after, if that's what they were building up to all season. It's going to be interesting because there's three more episodes. I was kind of shocked when that popped up and it was like only three more episodes. It was like, holy fuck, I feel like I just started watching this shit again. And when they're dropping crazy ass info bombs on the subway and no one was paying attention to them at all. I thought that was weird. There's no fucking way on a subway if you had this big group of people talking about all this crazy shit that no one would be looking at them and being like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you ever ridden subways? In Boston, when I'm riding the, the T, I got my music blasted up. I'm just not really even paying attention to anyone else's shit. Oh, I'll have my music going for sure. But anytime some such shit is happening, I'm instantly looking at that. Like if there's, I mean, like a crackhead, but they don't look like crackheads or nothing, man. <laughs> if there's some weird fucker on that's t- saying some weird shit, I usually assume it's a crackhead. 
that's when I'm like, all right, maybe I should turn my music down a little bit. But these people didn't seem anything like that. They were just kind of have a conversation. They just, I guess they all looked a little sketch, but you see like a good looking blonde woman and a bunch of other people, dudes in suits and shit. They look pretty professional. Holding the gun up to this guy. Did they have the gun? I can't remember. They they had it before that, but I don't remember if they had it at that point pointing at him. I don't think they did. That's, that seems a little crazy. I don't remember that. I feel like they were, I don't remember the gun. I don't think the gun was there, but if I was in that situation, I would see that as being a little bit sus. And I would be looking over there. What the? What? <laughs> <laughs> Just had headphone out. Yeah. Baby. Like, yo, what fuck y'all say over there? Information? Yeah. Talking about whose information, man? Can you get my bank account? That's what I'd be thinking about immediately, <laughs> yeah. man. I don't give a shit about it. Not my money, man. Is my bank account cool? The one part in there where they showed what the daughter... They already had painted out that this girl was going to commit suicide at some point in her life. And she's like nine, 10 years old. That's fucked up. Or because she's disabled or some shit, man. Like they just write you off. Into- that was heavy. That's horrible, man. Fuck. Or I think that little girl had anxiety in her family in, or something. And so they were saying that she was never going to make it. There was some nice parts of this episode, but I don't know, man. Just overall pretty mediocre one for me. I rewatched season two again with Danielle and I didn't, I thought it was pretty good when I watched it a second time. I was interested in those characters because that was the season with the Indian guy and different perspectives of people who've just, their minds been kind of fucked with this whole time. So I like that. Yeah. This might've been my least favorite episode out of all of them, all seasons. Season one was so good when I rewatched. So season one, no bad episodes. No bad episodes. They're season all one. good. This season so far, I think my favorite is season is episode three. Episode three was dope it was so good was that the one with Maeve's perspective or was that Tessa Thompson's because the Tessa Thompson one was pretty good too that was Tessa Thompson's perspective and it had Dolores talking with Aaron Paul's character but whatever his name is going to be it's not going to be his real name so I, I can't remember his name right now Caleb or something yeah, like it's that Caleb. yeah it had Dolores and Caleb their whole dynamic of her catfishing him in and they even showed in that after that episode in the behind the scenes shit there's a part where she has a pivotal moment talking with him and it shows the buildings and it shows all these diagonal angles like a spider's web. It's kind of just to show that she's drawing him into her web. It had a lot of cool visual cues. She's a predator, dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She's totally using this fool. She knows she's going to turn out to be just straight up evil because I know what they're trying to do in that thing too. You're talking about, I remember watching that all of a sudden they're trying to sell it that, oh, maybe she sees there's other humans that are like her. But dude, that girl's a destroyer, man. He's going to use that fool or she has a reason specifically for him because she knows something in his data is something that she can use as that's going to be useful. That's how she thinks. That was one reason why episode three was, though, was it had some pretty powerful emotional moments between Caleb and Dolores. And then it also had the Tessa Thompson perspective. And and that was really cool. Just her personality. It was kind of just playing with that whole question of what really makes you, you. And if your brain is in somebody else's body and in somebody else's life, where do you begin and where does this other person begin? With that episode too, I like that they set up that one of the Dolores is going to rebel. Definitely. That's what all that shit teased. Definitely. That <laughs> Dolores came and trust yourself, man. You got to get the job done. Only you. <laughs> not even clones of you, I guess. But they're not her brain. Her brain is the fucking woke, woke one. Yeah. The one that she's in. What are they then? Aren't they exact copies of that brain? They are, but they're kind of adapting to who they are in those. That's what used to happen to them. You could just take someone's brain out as a robot and put you in another one. Some altered carbon shit. Yeah. There's something else too we're going to talk about. Those big ass mech suits are definitely going to come into play. I don't know how yet, but... Big ass robots? Yeah, the ones that Delos or Tessa Thompson's character ordered from Delos. Or she ordered them for Delos, but they're not for Delos I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Grunt robots are getting fucked on this season. <laughs> <laughs> that one that got pushed off the edge. Yeah, that was fucked up, man. He was coming to check on his homie. I know. I feel bad for him. This program was just probably that if you could send, I bet for that scene, what they're trained to do is if their partner is under stress, it alerts them and he was in the vicinity. So it triggered him off somehow. And that's why the robot came up there. Yeah, dude. That was sad. And she's just using these cars to just kill people, man. Just sacrifice. And the other Dolores sacrificed himself for her, her cause. And she was talking to that bike. She was talking to it with empathy and shit like it was a person 
<laughs> she's like, stay nearby. You're doing good and shit. <laughs> Bro, she's using everyone. She's even using herself to just sacrifice shit, man. <laughs> she don't give a fuck. And I think that's why she wants to keep Bernard around. Because Bernard, no matter what ends up happening, Bernard will try to get things better. He'll run the world if they're running the world. Because she's a destroyer. So she's not going to be able to survive no matter what ends up happening. She's going to die. But she needs someone to be there who's one of her who can lead it. Who can take over the world that she sets up after she dies. That's what I'm thinking with Bernard. That's why she needs him because he's also like her. But she controls him right now. Kind of. Maeve is the wild card, though. She's kind of woke and with her motive, too. She's not going to give a shit about this world. That Why does she care about this world? She It's a digital thing. It will get erased unless all she really wants to do is die. But I don't think that's what she wants to do. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that being her end motive. She might just be using that motive as a way to trick people like Ciroc into thinking that she has a different motive than she actually does. She's looking for a way out is what you're saying right now. Because she seems more like her cause would align with Dolores. Or in a world where humans and the robots can live together. Well, they just killed her. Maeve? Yeah. Fuck, dude. I don't want Dolores. One of the Dolores has killed Maeve right now, but she's going to come back somehow, man. Yeah. They just have to put some blood in her and she's good. She's not dead. Yeah, apparently, man. She's not dead until her pearl is destroyed. What do you think is going on with the man in black? What's going to happen with his storyline? Because we've already seen his future. At some point, he's a fucking robot trapped in one of those box places. His dad or his stepdad or whatever. Father-in-law. After he was trapped in that nursing home type shit. Remember the post-credit scene in season two? Oh, no. Oh, shit, dude. And and post-credit scene in season two, end of season two, they show him in the same thing that his dad was in. The same kind of shit. And he has no idea how long it's been there. And it's definitely way in the future because one of the directors or producers said it was. So we know where he ends. But what do you think the rest of his story is going to be now? Damn, I have no fucking clue. He seems like an absolute wild card, though. He's office rocker. (laughs) Definitely. He's crazy. I hope they don't try to do a... Because Ed Harris, man, that guy's three-time Oscar nominee. That guy's a legend. Maybe they're going to try to do a redemption art with him, like a Jamie Lannister style thing. It doesn't feel like it'd work for him, man. He's kind of crazy. Maybe he finds himself somehow. He has a moment of clarity and then he just grabs onto it. I feel like he had that though, dude. He just realized he's a fucking evil person. That's what I thought. The whole, his first two seasons were his realizing, man, he's killing robots who could technically be woke. They could be people. Yeah, they have feelings and emotions and memories. Yeah, exactly, man. That makes you an evil person to do that kind of shit to people. And he killed his daughter, killed his wife, essentially. <laughs> he's he's a fucker, man. They can't get a redemption arc. If he can come to terms with that somehow and be like, I'm evil, but I can use my evilness for good. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Stop Dolores. I don't know where this season's going. I do feel like that they this show cannot go past four seasons even by you. Four seasons? Yeah. I was, after watching this season, this shit is climaxing pretty hard right now. Yeah, dude, that feels like, okay, you just woke the whole world up to everything. So you kind of did it on a bigger scale. That already felt kind of crazy quick to me because you just took two seasons for them to get out of Westworld. And now you're just waking up the whole world unless they do some crazy... Okay, so this is what I was thinking was going to happen because I was stoned while I was watching this episode. Everyone's going to fucking wake up. All these crazy armies and shit are going to break out and it's going to be some post-apocalyptic world. And that's what the next season or if they're trying to do. That's the only thing I could think of too, dude. Some post-apocalyptic shit. Yeah, post-apocalyptic factions and shit. That's the only way because then you're fighting humans who have aligned with robots and shit. That's the only thing I could think of what happened next if you don't try to wrap it up here soon, which would be kind of crazy. It'd be kind of cool just because that would be, damn, this show has really changed, gone through phases. From season one to two to three to four, that would be like four different shows, basically. Some kind of Terminator Salvation shit. That's the only thing I could think of too. I can't see it going beyond season four, really. Unless I don't know the source material, so I don't know what it was a movie back in 40 years ago. There was just one movie and it was about an island that had robots on it. Westworld and Future World. Okay, and then Future World too. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> that shit looks wax. Look at some of these pictures. I'm pretty sure Ed Harris was in Westworld too. What? See that old? 1973? Dude, Josh Brolin, James Brolin was in this. Is that Josh Brolin's dad? I don't fucking know. There was a TV series too. So yeah, okay. So it's a reboot of a movie and a TV series. There was another TV series. 
they could just do something original then i have no idea i have no clue what the fuck <laughs> future world that sounds kind of like where they're at right now but post-apocalyptic world that shit ain't happened yet it looks like they gotta wrap it up i'm enjoying the season so far i still liked even parts of the last episode i'm interested to see how they're gonna wrap this up now i don't really know where they're gonna go from here i didn't watch the next preview either i don't really want to see anything else just see what happens so don't tell me if i know I you did. probably watched it I, I always watch the the preview and the, all the behind the scenes shit at the end I watched the behind the scenes shit. I didn't watch the preview for next one. All right, fool. That's fucking last thoughts. Then we wrap this up. We can do Game of Thrones tomorrow. Seasons, it's tight so far. It's tight. I, it has potential. I want to see where this shit goes. I want to see how it ends. I hope it wraps it up nicely and maybe leads into season four, but I can't see it really going on beyond season four. Yeah, same. We'll see. This season one, two, when we first started, started coming out, that they were losing viewers, which seems kind of crazy considering everyone's just sitting around all day now, but maybe that was that first and now it's spiked back up since after that, people probably don't know what else to do besides watch it. But yeah, the ratings have been dipping since when this first launched that that's probably another reason why it's like, all right, let's, let's wrap this up. Maybe one more season, get that storyline finished up, whatever it is. We'll see though. I'm, I'm not against that either. Like, I like shows that try to tell their story. We're like, we're not going to push it past if we think it's not going to be good. I like shows that go into it with a plan. They had their outline of their story. And they're getting to that point now. Or you can figure out how to get to that in between and all this shit. But yeah, exactly what you're saying. Wrap, wrap it up. It, wrap it wrap up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Just like this pot. All right. What else do we got? We got any shout outs? Yo, shout out Bremen Savage, man. Thank you for signing up for the Patreon. It's mad appreciated, bro. Yeah. Thanks, Brennan. Appreciate that. Patreon's real nice right now. You're real nice. And Travis. Travis Hammonds. Richard Clayton. Shout out all you guys. There's some others. I'll, I can go back a little bit more. Emmanuel DePaz, Oakley Gilbreth. I said all these guys on the Patreon though too. But yeah, thanks y'all. It really means a ton. Make sure to go sign up. Patreon.com slash not another movie pod. We're going to start doing more reviews in there. Me and Ross are going to do another pod. We're going to record tomorrow. We're going to just do our next chapter of Targaryen history, Game of Thrones. We're basically just right now going through the Game of Thrones history. Luke just texted me too the other day and said he's thinking he's going to do a video. <laughs> he's going to do a Luke style video on... What was her name? Who's the girl that Arya named her her wolf after? Nymeria? Nymeria. Yeah, the girl who comes across that savage Dude, she's woman. She's badass. He's, he's just texting about her history. I was like, yeah, bro, make a video on it. Let's do it. Sick. So that'll happen. Shout out Julian. Review on March 31st. What did it say? It said the goats from Charlie Jackson 235. Yo, shout out Charlie. Shout Thanks, out Charlie. Man. Thanks for, yo, five stars. Thank you. Yeah, please. Five stars every time, guys. <laughs> Let's yeah. just keep that up. We're getting close to 500. Let's get it. We're close. Dude, we're at 530 just, ratings. Oh, on char- yeah, on Chartable. Oh, Shit, I was looking at iTunes. iTunes. iTunes, we have... Well, they're all iTunes ratings, but iTunes US, we want to get to 500. We're at 462. Oh, shit, we're close. Yeah, so Yo, let's shout go, out. everyone. Keep leaving us reviews. Keep leaving us ratings. Sign up for the Patreon. Shout out Julian else? again from me. <laughs> shout out Julian. Shout out Manscaped. Yeah. Go to their website. Use our code NAMP, N-A-M-P. Yeah. Help us out. Help you guys let's out. Go. Come listen to our pod. Help us get paid. Help us get paid. And help us yeah, get help paid. us get paid. <laughs> All right, man. We good. All right. Thanks, y'all. Make sure to hit us up. Send us requests or recommendations for what we should talk about. Yeah. Talk about or review movies. We're trying to do stuff that's only on streaming. All right. That's it, everyone. We're out of here. Later. See y'all later. Peace. Doses.